0: Save your seat now at com. That's com to get started with an email list strategy that drives real results. I'll see you at the masterclass. I know that the moment that there are expectations or opinions or deadlines or even dollars behind a project, my creativity can go squash. Like it can be (laughs) those moments where you stare at the blinking cursor and wonder what am I going to do? Being Boss podcast hosted by Emily Thompson, brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network. Being Boss is an exploration of not only what it means, but what it takes to be boss as a creative business owner, freelancer, or side hustler. Being Boss is another amazing resource for anyone interested in getting inspired and more importantly, getting started. I'm so confident that if you love Gold Digger, you'll love Being Boss. Emily covers topics like releasing the sense of urgency in business, how to empower yourself at work and have a side hustle, and finding your passion and purpose in life using astrology. Listen to Being Boss wherever you get your podcasts. Oh my goodness. Okay, first off, I get to invite you back to the show, someone who I talk to in my life every single day, Brooklyn Wagner. Welcome back to the Gold Digger podcast. It feels
1: so good to be back. I am so happy.
0: <laughs> and we are celebrating something massive. The book is out into the world. I have been clinging to this word released. The book is released. Mm-hmm. Because we could have held on to it for the rest of our life. We could have done no. 18 rounds of edits. We could have nitpicked every sentence. We have released it into the world and I say we because everything in our lives in this team, in the work that we do is always a we, isn't it?
1: Yes. everything. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of annoying sometimes, but man, we gotta, we gotta have help. We gotta have mm-hmm. help. It feel it's a huge release. It's a re- release for all of us, but also I love using that word too. in in every yeah. bit of copywriting, because yeah. it feels like kind of like a greatest showman moment where we're yes. like releasing this beautiful thing and like, opening up the curtains and we're like, look what we made. Look what Jenna did. (laughs) I just get to clap now. (laughs) Oh, we're
0: going to clap all day. I mean, it's, it's the most beautiful thing that I've ever gotten to like let out into the wild Mm -hmm. and the wild it is. It feels wild that it is on the shelves of places that I've shopped at my entire life. It is wild That I can walk into a store and see it. Like it just, it's so crazy. I mean, when I think about how it started as this Google Doc, and I have to provide a little bit of context because Brooklyn was the only, literally the only human being beyond Drew and Coco who had no recollection as a two-year-old what was happening that the book was even going to be a thing. And I remember just saying, I'm going to drop this doc into your Slack and I just, you can read it if you want. And it's titled, If I Write a Book. And I'm just going to share it to you because you see all the work and the words that I write. And you were the actual co-pilot in the process of like even me
1: breathing this idea as like a maybe.
0: Isn't that kind of crazy?
1: Yeah. I it was a really cool moment. I felt like I was holding one of the coolest secrets of my life also because when someone comes to you and they're like, will you look at this thing no one else has looked at? Immediately you're like, is it a pimple? What is it? I'm ready. I want to know. That's how I feel with anyone I love. I'm like, I want to know everything you've got. Yeah. 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 That was one of the coolest Google Docs I've ever seen. And you know, I've seen a lot. You've seen a lot. Many, a lot. I mean, many yeah. in one day. This is my favorite um, one. <laughs> you
0: know, when I was thinking about how do I want to celebrate this day, this moment, this mm-hmm. like literally, like this day is going to be a before and after in my life, and I know it with full certainty. Mm-hmm. I wanted to do it with you because you have played just this massive role in my life, and I think about where we started and you Mm -hmm. applying for a position that would have never worked
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) um,
0: and where where we find ourselves today and all the things that we've been able to do together. I was like, I really want to do this conversation with you. So you have prepared some questions because you have been an intimate part of this process and we Mm -hmm. are going to dive into them today as part of our celebration, as part of us pulling back the curtain, as part of us bringing you in to this journey of releasing. How are you really out into the world? So are you ready
1: to do this? Oh, so ready. (laughs) Let's do it. I'm going to take us back a bit. And and I know it's kind of hard after such a long journey. I'm sure it felt fast too. But after a long journey, (laughs) going back to the beginning or back to the earlier days, I want to say, we were stepping into something New and exciting and thrilling, and I think scary to watch you write your stories and me see new stories come out of you I've never heard and know that they were going to go into the world and into a book, which you can't, you know, run into every store and be like, actually, I want to change that word really quick. Um, They're (laughs) just there. (laughs) They're just there. They're not like a a website page where you're like, just edit it. It's cool. I want to go back to the beginning and talk about this project. I think a lot of people who are wanting to write a book, who are thinking about the the weight of writing a book, one of the bigger weights that they're carrying is the timeline of it all. Like, do I take the next 20 years to write the perfect thing? Do I just hurry up and whip something out in two months and just like just trudge through it. And I know we're working, we're used to working on shorter timelines with the podcast, content creation, course launches. What was it like for you, especially knowing how your brain, learning your brain all the time, what was it like mm-hmm. for you to transition your brain and your workflow habits to something with a much longer creation timeline and slower progress? Yeah,
0: how it was, was that? so hard. <laughs> and you know, it's wild though, is I think I grew so much. In the process of learning how to sit with work, because I think it like in our digital era, it's so easy. So we like have an idea, and then we maybe even get feedback before the idea becomes the thing. Mm-hmm. And then the thing gets created and published, and then there's more feedback. And these ideas that you start with can really change and morph and evolve in a matter of hours, even, And I remember, Brooklyn, when I finished the first manuscript, it was December 31st. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) Yep, I
0: remember. Uh, And being like, I want this out in the world tomorrow. Like it was Mm -hmm. like, let's just self-publish and get it out there. It's so good. I just want to get it out there. And. That was the digital side of me in that immediate gratification, in that immediate feedback, in that desire of like, this needs to like become something so it can mean something. And this process has really cracked me open in a way of like writing that original manuscript and caring about it, even if nobody saw it Mm. in not proclaiming it to the world, in keeping it a very big secret, like you said, And I learned a lot about this beauty of like, how do we protect our creativity? Because a lot of times this digital world has, you know, forced us to evolve, to respond instead of create. And so... It's been a really beautiful process and I'm so grateful for the long timeline because it taught me that like, it's okay to sit with your work. I mean, that's really part of the thesis of the book and it's okay to sit with yourself and it's okay to believe that like every round of edits is going to make it better. And that like, just like I was pregnant with Quinn throughout this process, like it takes time to grow. And it takes time to grow the stuff that people don't even see. And like, I had this weird vision of like a tree (laughs) growing. And we've talked about this, you and I, where Mm -hmm. it's like, no one's going to like park a lawn chair out and watch a tree grow. But like beneath the surface is where all the good stuff is happening, where the roots are like digging in deeper and strengthening. And I feel like this process was a lot like that because it wasn't seen, but it can absolutely be felt in the finished product.
1: Oh, for sure. I learned a lot from you in the journey of just writing in general, because sometimes things go through a lot of rounds and sometimes things are just done in one one quick swoop. And I did watch these sort of self-created milestones happen through a longer timeline. So that was encouraging for me to think about What if I write my own book someday? What if I help someone else write their book someday or, or help someone just plan it out to know that you have to sort of integrate those moments of like, step away from the tree uh, from the, from the long timeline, take your eyes off of like the, the loading screen and then come back to it to realize, to like feel the goosebumps of your progress Because that's, I mean, you kind of have to do that. Every human needs to feel like we're journeying through it and that progress is being made. So. I learned a lot from you on that one, and because you're a master of transitions, and I truly think that I am amazed at the kind of, especially having now read, which I think everyone is excited to read all the stories in the book. I have been able to read them, and they are you like amazing. Intimately know them, <laughs> yeah. I intimately know every <laughs> you pretty much live them. them. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited for all the ones that didn't make the cut yeah. that get to be other books, maybe. <laughs> but I know, I know without a shred of doubt that you are a person who can make it through pretty wild transitions, moving from corporate to photography and creativity from career focused entrepreneur to integrating all the work you do, all of it into your life of being a parent. So have you felt a shift in your bones, in your soul parts from being, not that you've moved entirely, but from the integration of bringing author into your mm. world of digital marketing, of course, creation, have you felt like a shift, like a new family members at the table? Like, what does that yeah. felt like? I feel like I birthed twins, <laughs> the book yep.
0: and Quinn. She has a twin <laughs> sibling called the book. <laughs> um, I do feel that way in a lot of ways, because people say mm-hmm. that writing a book is a lot like birthing a baby. And mm-hmm. I did both at the same time. But it's really beautiful because For someone who has changed her mind in many ways and in many stories that are inside of the pages, putting this new title to an identity, a title that I feel like is understood in a different depth than the other work that I do, not that it makes it more meaningful, but in a way that allows people to understand the type of work that I do is awesome. Mm -hmm. But beyond that, I, I mean, when I wrote so many of the pages and and I wrote them while Quinn was wiggling in my belly and Coco was Mm -hmm. playing baby shark in the corner of my computer screen way too many times. I really thought about them reading it someday. Mm. And when I like see it on my shelf, I'm like, whoa, like this will stand the test of times. Yes. There are thousands of blog posts. Yes. There are a million Instagram captions, but this is the most meaningful way that I can present my life but not just my life this invitation for you to come home to yours Mm -hmm. and I feel like to me it feels like this important map that I hope my daughters have someday where it's not how to be like mom or how to be like Jenna but like how to be you and how to come back home to you when you get lost and so For me, that felt so meaningful and beyond the ability to just say the words, I'm an author, which still feels really weird. (laughs) Beyond that, it feels like this thing that is going to live in people's lives in a far more meaningful way than something on a screen, which is wild.
1: It is. I mean, in some ways, like you're taking the... Heartbeat behind everything we do in in the digital marketing world because we've always, I mean, from before I've worked for you, I've always seen a desire to do it differently. And whatever that means, even if it's a small difference or really, really big difference and pushing against all the grains, Mm -hmm. I think in the author world, you're not necessarily, you know, stepping into it saying, How can I do this in a way that no one has ever done it before? But you're saying, How can I make sure that I do this in a way that aligns with who I really am? Yeah. And who I am when I, you know, when no one sees me, who I am off screen, who I am, you know, down to the core of what I believe, what I speak in the shadows kind of thing. And yeah. I think it's true to that. And for all the readers, I think they'll feel that. It's just it's truly you and you know it, you're really connecting with an author, which everyone wants when they crack open a book. But they also want to feel like they've been seeing the real you the whole time too, which they have. So I know that transition is so important. And I know running, you know, sprinting and sometimes crawling our way to this point, (laughs) you've, you've crossed a finish line, you've crossed a major finish line, which is a wonderful place to be. We are we are beyond the end of what we've been calling book launch or book release season and you've been able to see what people you know it's trickling in what people feel like when they walk behind that new curtain that new space they get to enter with with you what like when you think back to like before you wrote the book during writing the book now that you've just been like you know taking in your big big breaths after running the marathon of of putting a book out into the world what are some of the major takeaways you'd give to someone who's you know looking at that season at that journey in front of them maybe they're lacing up their Mm -hmm. shoe going like am I about to sign up for this race Mm -hmm. and you're at the finish line going okay (laughs) here's Here's what I want you to know (laughs) yeah (laughs) what would you let them know any surprises Uh, any like just reassurances like you've got this like what would you tell that person who's thinking about going that way
0: Yeah. I mean, in any project that has a longer timeline, whether it's building a house or starting a family or launching a career, starting the business or side hustle, like it's really hard to cling tight to the vision. And there's actually a chapter Mm -hmm. in the book where I talk about my relationship with Drew and how there was a lot of moments where we needed to be reminded that the view would be worth it right like on the yeah. climb like it's going to be worth it and I think we've metaphorically or in real life have have experienced that where we're on the climb and it's like wait what am I climbing towards it is, is this going to be mm-hmm. worth it and I want to like be the the candle holder for you mm-hmm. to say it's going to be worth the view And it's been really interesting because throughout this entire process, I've really, like you said, gone against all the grains Mm -hmm. in many ways. (laughs) And, but I've done it in a way that has felt really grace filled and Mm -hmm. also just really true to the pages in this book. And I remember even when building the team of humans that would support me throughout this process from my agent to my editors to you know just you the people that I'm letting into this process before anyone else sees it even my mom mm-hmm. I remember saying like I will do this and I will stay in full alignment like the mm-hmm. only way that I'm going to do this is if I stay absolutely true because how many times have we heard authors say like I wrote the book that I needed and I think that's a beautiful place to write from but like I wrote the book that I live by and I think that's different. I think there's a there's a difference there. And so even things like recording the audiobook at the local Duluth radio station with my cousin, <laughs> who's a DJ audio engineering it, or doing the photo shoot under the awning in our backyard versus a studio so that I could be with my kids. Like, I really tried to embody the message and stay truthful to myself in what would feel good in the pursuit. And so I think, you know. On the climb, on the hike, while you're trying to get to the top. One, surround yourself with people who will take in that view with you at the top, which is what you and I are doing right now. But two, make sure you surround yourself with people that will be those candle holders to remind you that it's going to be worth it, that the view will be worth it, but that the journey is just as important. The way that you move towards the top is just as important as that view. And I think we've done all of that and it feels really good and it's
1: felt good which i think is so important i agree i i forget to think about it as more of a climb than a race and i think that's yeah. a really important distinction that you made because It's slower. I mean, you watch me hike and you'll know it's going to take me a minute. I'll see you there next Tuesday. You know, I can't give me a second. And so for for people of all different makes and models and shapes and sizes and neurodivergent people who are going to operate differently with their creativity and, and the things that they create and you're speaking in a way that allows someone to say like, no, I set my pace. I'm the one that's summoning this. Like, it's not about getting the best time and like being the first or having people wait for you to like cheer you on at the, it's like, I am, I'm creating a climb and I, I get to decide like what my route is and how fast I get there, which is, I just want to call that out because that's a really important distinction to see writing a book. That's that's how writing a book is, and we're we're coming into a place where I I laugh at this because I'm going to bring this up and it's going to be such a silly inside thing and I think a lot of people are gonna be like of course of course they do that when we're we're chatting and we're we're working on all our different projects because as we you know are helping your stories come together and as you're like you know working on a million different pieces of a book we decided to call it bookland and yes. I love that we call it <laughs> bookland because we could say you know are we in bookland today or like can yes. we be in bookland this week or like all right we're at a bookland this week what else is going on? on. and yeah. it felt like we were like traveling like getting on this like private jet to be like got to go to bookland really quick <laughs> and i love that and everyone yeah. on the team was so on board with that i'd love i loved all the questions of like okay now what's going on in bookland and it was like yes. a culture we were describing yes. and how i want to talk about that because i think that's a, such a fun thing that can also be such a practical thing and i you are yeah. the most amazing combination of like fun and practical like everything that we create is those two things so how would you describe being able to juggle working in Bookland, which I think yeah. is a unique thing, because it's always been digital marketing land. And now yeah. that you've had this book land, how have you been able to maintain, like, what was it like for you to maintain a steady presence and people, especially people who have maybe a full time thing. And they're like, how do I, you know, divert some of my like, waters of creativity into a new channel? Like, is that going to take away from the things that I'm doing? Maybe it will. Maybe that's good. But how have you been able to juggle, like creating this other kind of little mini kingdom and then maintain a steady presence in everything else you care about and you love and you create side by side? Yeah. I mean, it's
0: really crazy when you bring it up that way, because if you think about it, I worked on the book for 15 months before Mm -hmm. we even announced it to the world. Yeah. So that's 15 months of like people not even recognizing that there was a whole other thing happening behind the scenes. And I did that intentionally not as like a big secret or not as like this grand reveal or not as this way of like not letting people in. But I did it intentionally to protect my creativity because I know that the moment that there are expectations or opinions or deadlines or even dollars behind a project, my creativity can go squash. Like it can be those moments where you stare at the blinking cursor and wonder what am I going to do? And so when we started talking about Bookland, it was basically like, I'm going to go into a cave for a couple of days and I'll pop my head out and see where you guys are at when I come up for breath. Like, Mm -hmm. and it was so beautiful because I mean, our team is just so incredible, but it was like this mad respect of like, I need to turn on a different part of my brain and I need to protect that side of me. I need to protect that Mm -hmm. creativity in a particular way. And it's funny because when I first started writing the book, I essentially did it between the hours of 7 p.m. and 8 p.m. when I would put Coco down for bed and Drew would be cooking HelloFresh in the kitchen and I would be writing down stories. And, you know, it was, it was this, you know, just addition to my life. And I think a lot of times for multi-passionate people, like everything that you see me doing today once started as a side hustle. And I don't think side Mm -hmm. hustles get enough credit. And I don't think they get enough in the entrepreneurial space. And they started as side hustles with two really important distinctions. One, there was no deadlines. And two, it was an experiment. There was no money involved that would make my work different. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, I looked at everything as an experiment every single thing that I've started in my life, whether it was a watercolor print shop, which you'll read about in the book or this podcast or online courses, it was like, let's just try this thing. And so I feel like Bookland started as like, let me just dip my toe in the water and see how it feels. But it became this destination that was a requirement for me to stay focused with a brain that often feels like it has 8 million tabs open, but also a way to carve space to to live into that title of like, I'm an author and like authors require time to write and that time should be focused and that's okay to take away from other aspects of the business because this matters to me. And so parts of the book were written, you know, in that one hour window in the evenings. And part of it was written when I would check myself into a hotel room for a couple of days and turn Zoom on with you on the other side to keep me focused and to keep me moving through. And so it's really fascinating to look at figuring out what works for you, but also establishing that with people in your life, whether it is a team or your loved ones to say, Hey, I'm going to disappear here creatively because that's required right now, but I'll pop up and I'll be back and I'll be back even better because I'll have fueled that side of me. And I think that was really beautiful. Doing good isn't only good for those around us, it's also good for business. We've seen it time and time again, companies with solid mission statements grow stronger with their customers, employee retention, and their bottom line. Whatever your mission is, HubSpot is on a mission to help your business grow better with a CRM platform that grows with you. HubSpot's easy-to-use website builder helps you create, manage, and update your business's unique online presence so you can get your mission out to the world quickly and easily. Plus, with seamless plugins that help you track customer activity, you'll know what's clicking and who's not all from your HubSpot dashboard. Get started and get going for good with HubSpot. Learn how your business can grow better at HubSpot.com. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash golddigger and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash golddigger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more.
1: Maybe that's the secret. Like what you're describing almost sounds like the distinction is the secret. Like allowing yeah. your side hustle to be on the side allows you to step aside like it actually allows yes. you to be like if my side hustle happens in my you know my storage closet because it's my podcast and I'm just like testing out but it allows you to actually step into a different space a little bit yeah and that's cool but also even if it's just a separate mental space that everyone knows you're heading into that's like okay like early morning quiet time is where that that kind of creativity gets to come out and what you're describing is boundaries obviously yeah. like those are maybe that's why bookland <laughs> was born because we said let's not integrate this and just pretend like it's the same old same old everyday like yeah, bring it into everything different. we do and put it on the same lists and let it be in all of our same task boards and our same conversations it it i think grew in a more healthy way into a separate thing because we we wanted it to be a separate thing. That boundary is important. Yeah. And I, I didn't even think about that, how that was the key, you know, structure that allowed us to operate really well versus, like you said, having a brain with a million tabs open in it all the time, which yeah. I'm sure describes a lot of people, whether it's a certain season of their life or it's their life. A lot of people probably have that feeling of like, how do I pull something out and let it be? A creative project that I give time to that doesn't you know I like any new thing like how do I know when I'm supposed to give more of myself to it or not just create a boundary put it in a a separate room a closet a space a time see how it grows which yeah Yeah. it could be it could be your book (laughs) yeah, right Um, and I, I think it's wild that I could step out my door today and like do a silly little jaunt over to my local store and see a book there that you wrote like i'm crazy excited it's crazy that i wish i could go on my own book tour where i just drive around looking at it in various (laughs) places um Cause I'm going to do it and I'm going to read, you know, it's been, you know, a couple months since I've read the thing from front to back and I'm excited to, I'm glad I did that. I don't know if you've done the same, but I'm glad that so I could read it again and be like, wait, what's in here. (laughs) And I want to know actually from your own feeling, I know we've talked about this here and there, and I don't know if we've been able to even, you know, give a full attention to this, or if you've wanted to even be like, I can't think about that right now, but you're on the cusp. I mean, you're, you're here of knowing what it's like to see like how people respond to your stories, you, your stories are out there and mm. your, if your feelings are happening, what does it feel like? Cause I don't know. And I know a lot of us yeah. don't know what it's like to, it's, you know, it's not like I left my diary on a, you know, on the bus, <laughs> Like, yeah. but what does it feel yes. like to have your oh stories out there in a, in a way that is much bigger than captions, much bigger. Yeah.
0: It feels like you're standing naked on a stage. I remember <laughs> Literally, when my mom came over during the process, and, and this was after I had fully committed to this whole thing, mm-hmm. and I gave her one chapter to read, and she was sitting on my couch reading it, and I was like pacing. Like, it was just like this, yeah. does it suck? Is it good? Yeah. What do you think? <laughs> mom, anything? Can you put a smile on your face? What do you think? Like, and she's just over there reading it. And you know, it was like one of those things where again, a reminder, like this work matters regardless of, of where it lands, Yeah. but it's, it is, it's, you know, I vulnerably share everything I show up on the internet in my underwear. So it's not like I'm someone that's afraid to be vulnerable, <laughs> <True>. but <laughs> this feels like a different layer, right? Like this feels like a depth that hasn't been touched. And it does. It brings me back to the early days of entrepreneurship where you worry more about what the people in your life, the people who are supposed to support you will think versus the strangers. Like a stranger reading the book, grab it, open up the pages yep. and go ham. But when I think about, you know, like my aunt reading it or my neighbor reading it or whatever, it it feels like I'm revealing. A part of me that maybe they haven't met in a while, or they have never met, or they, you know, entered my life at a different season, and they never knew that version of me. And so it is, it's different, it's vulnerable, it's exciting. And it also feels like this invitation for me to shift the conversation, which is something that I've been feeling in my guts for the last probably two years since I started this process. I remember sending you a voicemail and saying, I know this is going to change things. And I don't exactly Mm -hmm. know how, but I have this deep feeling in my bones that this coming out into the world is going to change things for me, for the company, for my family, for my life. I don't know what that will be or what that will look like, but I can feel it. And now Mm. it's like happening. It's wild.
1: Yeah, it's it's wild because your your own story, you told your own stories and yet you knew just in the telling of them because you didn't just tell your stories. I mean, I'm not going to spoil anything for anyone who's like, wait, mine's in the mail still. Like, it's okay. (laughs) I there's there's no twist at the end. I mean, kind of. But (laughs) I encourage you to step into it knowing these are Jenna's stories, but with a really heavy dose and a really delicious dose of talking to you, with you, it really is such a conversational book. And that's why I'm excited to read it, I think, over and over again, because I'm going to need to have that conversation just like we all do. We need to come back and like life is so circular that we come back to our questions over and over again. And I think this book is one of those that like meets you in that loop. Every time we loop through life and we get, we get a lot more encouragement. We remember our candle holders. We remember like who we are and what we want. And then we change again and we go, okay, wait, what do I want now? And I think that's, this is a loop of your own where you've said like, I really get this, this part of my life. And now I'm throwing myself for a loop. Like I'm putting myself in a new, in a new position to change. And I know I'm going to, even though I know these stories and I kind of know what I want to do with them you knew change was coming just because how can it not, how can it not come? Um, When you put yourself in the way of growth, you are going to grow. And that is your, I would say one of your top five favorite things to do. Yeah. (laughs) I know a lot of us resist change and you're like, where's (laughs) the change? And you like run into it. And it is (sighs) one of the coolest things to see. And I think, especially when you get to read this book, dear reader, you're sitting down with someone who is a friend and who wants the best for you. And you feel that right away, but who isn't kind of going to let you get away with a lot. Like they, I think the way that you write Jenna is someone who is very like graciously challenging someone who's like, no, I, I, I know you just responded. That's the whole point of the title of the book. I know you just told me how you are and thank you, but I now need to know how you really are. Yeah. And um, that's, the, that's the cycle, the circle of life is asking ourselves that question as often as we can because we are changing all the time. So I love that. I I love knowing that it feels a little bit like being naked on a stage because (laughs) I know I'd feel that way, especially just like you said, giving it to your mom. I'm picturing handing a chapter of a book to someone that I wrote and uh, letting them read it that they know me, they know my context. I would would be sweating through all my clothes right next to them on the couch. Yes. Um, Probably staring at them like I... scream at any moment. So good job (laughs) for not screaming, probably. (sighs) So we're what I mean, I'm definitely in a spirit of celebration. Like I feel like I could, I could go dance in the street just because it feels so good to have done uh, an amazing work and amazing work for someone I completely believe in, which feels really, really good. And it's also just a book that I'm excited to have played any role in, even if you were like, should it be yellow or pink? Like, I'm just excited <laughs> to have played a role. You um, did
0: save but, me from one cover <laughs> choice where you were like, all I can see is
1: the handicapped sign that this yeah, blue is not like,
0: working. So sometimes- you absolutely did guide many pieces of it. Thank you.
1: <laughs> you know, there's hidden symbols in everything and you just got to sometimes have someone who's willing to look upside down at it. But I think that I'm, I'm in that space and I've learned a lot of that from you celebrating accomplishments and milestones, mm. like big, small, you have consistently made room for that in your life and your work. Sometimes like more often than you'd even think guys at all, everyone listening. It is sometimes I'll hand over something like, here are some really cool things I wrote in 12 minutes. And Jenna is like, this is what I've been looking for. And yes. I'm like, whoa, wow. I feel so <laughs> like I'll literally stand up from my desk sometimes and be like, wait, I'm a good writer. Take a standing ovation. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little bit for myself. But I think it's safe to say, I mean, you've hit a major milestone. You've been really, really good at hitting milestones. Like I cannot wait to see what happens when the podcast hits a thousand episodes. Like I just can't, I can't wait. I love to sit back and watch you celebrate, but sometimes celebrating is rest. Sometimes it's, uh, you know, putting your head under a pillow for 10 minutes. Sometimes it's whatever you need it to be. What are the various ways I th- you're going to approach celebrating a, first of all, congratulations, a job well done for your first book ever. And I know not your last. It can't be your last. I refuse (laughs) for your first book being released into the world. What's your what are the next few months going to look like? What's your what's your next what's your tomorrow? What's your celebration? What's your rest? What do those two things look like for you? So we're in New York City, me, Drew, the kids my mom, Mm
0: -hmm. celebrating. And there's some big like opportunities that's like pinch me like you might turn on your TV and just see a (laughs) flat face, which is just bananas. Bananas. Um, And I want to just relish in that Drew's never been to the city. And so I'm like, while we are doing all of the craziness, like we will also see Lady Liberty and things like that. Like I will make that a part of it. (laughs) And you know, I, when I went into this whole process, I really did so with boundaries, which is part of the book. You know, we talk about boundaries and how they don't keep people and opportunities and things out of your life. They keep you in your life. And so it was really important to me to say, I want to get this far and wide, but I also want to live my life like the pages talk about. And so We're going to go hard for the next month in the celebrations and the opportunities and the saying yeses. And then we are going to spend a month up north at the lake doing life like we do. And I'm really excited to kind of do my own soul shavasana, which (laughs) is a chapter in the book with my family and to do that and to protect that and to say, here's the hard stop because you know, we, we talk about in business on the podcast and in the pages of the book, like these seasons of hustle. And what's happened is, is that people take those seasons and they make it their lives. And I am looking at this as a season, a short season of beautiful hustle, because it's so meaningful and impactful, but then there's the boundary to get back to life. And I'm really excited about that. And, you know, it just feels remarkable. Truly. I haven't felt this aligned in the work that I'm doing in years. Mm. And so I feel like even in a season where I'm getting the least amount of sleep, thanks to a toddler and a baby and <laughs> and, and in a season where I've never been busier, <laughs> I feel so alive and energetically aligned that it is like palpable. Like I just I can't not show up right now in that way. And so I'm really excited about
1: all the things. I'm excited (laughs) about
0: going hard. I'm excited about resting hard. And I'm just excited to see where this book lands. And it is Mm. in. So, yeah. When it comes to content creation, you either do it because you love it or because you know it's a powerful business tool. Now, either way, it takes a ton of work. Whether you're building your website from scratch or struggling to manage payments, you need Kajabi. Kajabi is the ultimate one-stop shop that's been my go-to for almost a decade. Yes, nearly a decade. It's designed to help creators and entrepreneurs build thriving online businesses with steady recurring income. Whether it's blogging, coaching, or podcasting, Kajabi, Javi makes it simple to transform your passion into profitable online courses, exclusive membership sites, and so much more.
1: same I just need everyone to know it is not even remotely like untrue that there's so much excitement exuding from Jenna day in and day out since day one well of, of ever meeting you and <laughs> I and I mean it like I would not say this it is so wonderful and like kind of like, I don't know, like it kind of it kind of catches on. You kind of feel excited when you're around Jenna and she's excited too. You literally can't help it. And there has been a consistent like high energy and that is otherworldly, I think, to maintain that kind of spirit through a process like this. There has never been a moment where you've been like, I don't like this anymore. Like you yeah. are yeah. all in because it feels so right and so aligned. And you can tell when Jenna's aligned because that is... What she brings to the table that's the kind of energy that everyone catches on to that's that's just the visionary straight up mm. and I love letting people in on that because you know no one gets to see on like inside of yeah. the little teams and the the behind the scenes the gears making things and churning things out and so I want to say that that has been so true and so palpable and such a gift for me to be able to uh, receive a little bit of that. And I'm sure for everyone else who's been able to be a part of that. And that's an encouragement for people who do get to kind of pull on those strings of those those curiosities and those side hustles and those things that they're they're going to be working hard on and celebrating that that it is going to be a bit of celebration and hard work still. And that those, again, those life cycles come back in and you get to bring that celebration and that energy into all those pieces. But also then, take a break and rest by a lake. And I didn't mean for that to rhyme, but it really did. (laughs) And I love that you get to rest in such a beautiful place. I know all of us looking on, and I'm looking on from Oregon, and it's beautiful here too. But I love that we'll get to see rest and, you know, building your house and all the cool things that happen in that, that great northern land. But I'll be celebrating with you. I think it's so cool that I get to align my Hard work and celebration with you. So I'm just gonna say I am fully in it with you. So excited to do that. I know all of us are. We're excited to see all those cool opportunities happen this month and and rest and then honestly, I, as weird as it is, I'm my I've got like a like an itch to just make more. Yeah. <laughs> so I know. I mean, you, we are. You sound the alarm <laughs> already. You'll
0: you'll know when the next Google Doc drops into your lap. Yes. You will know it. I and I just wait. have to say. Thank you. I hope everyone that reads the book reads the acknowledgements because I never, when I started this process, you see the author's name on the front of the book, right? Like that's, that's what we do when we pick up a book. But mm-hmm. when I started this process, I started reading the acknowledgements of every book I read. And I was a really crazy reader last year, which was so fun reading while well writing yeah, and all of the things and just seeing all of the humans that make this possible. So thank you for letting, me let you in on the secret before everyone else. And thank you for being literally a part of this process this entire time. It's, it truly is an accomplishment that we all get to celebrate, to take it all full circle. This is a we moment and not a me moment. And I'm so grateful. So for everybody listening, go out and get your copy. If you haven't yet, it is out into the world. It is released. It is everywhere that books are sold and you can pick up your copy and some special, extra special things at howareyoureallybook.com and select wherever you want to purchase it from so that it can land into your lives in the way that we intended. So Brooklyn, thank you for coming on the show. Thank and being you. A part of you. Oh, and I can't I'm wait to so have you excited. back.
1: Oh, same, same. And where can everybody find you and follow you? Because oh. you need this woman in your life. Yeah. I mean, you know, if you want me to just be a candle holder for you or, you know, I, I get to copyright for Jenna. So I do know a few ways maybe Jenna would encourage you. So I can maybe do a cool Jenna impression for you <laughs> if you like. Do a Jenna cameo. Um, you can find me on the internet at Brocology. It's spelled with an I-E on the end, like anthropology. What a course. Because you're extra yeah.
0: special. <laughs> extra special. <laughs> I love you, girl. We did it. Love you back.
1: We did it.